Hi everyone. Thank you to all of you that have been listening to me and sharing my podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you also for the feedback that you have been sending through. Welcome to episode 4 of the Chronicles of a Conscious Mama. I'm your host, Mutsidisi Mutsielwa Silindane, and I inspire and heal through my creativity. Two years later, my daughter started preschool, and our family got exposed to the world in a way we had never been before. We were now learning to live beyond the safety of our borders. At least I was learning. I was learning to live in a world that I could no longer control. My daughter too was now learning to interact with other adults and play with other children. All was going well until one day she came home and started pushing her dad around saying, "Naughty puppy, naughty." We looked at each other and said, "Hmm, this is not the language we use at home." And we wondered what could be going on at school. Upon our inquiry, we found out that there was a 4-year-old boy in a 2-year-old class. Naturally, him being older and stronger, his exploration abilities were now more enhanced. I imagined him jumping from one table to the next, and perhaps out of fear that maybe the boy would hurt himself, the teacher probably said, "Don't be naughty or you're being naughty." This is how Saffron Kids was born, a subsidiary of Saffron Conscious. Our children spend a lot more time at school, and this is another area in their lives where their character is built. Our tagline at Saffron Kids is the child I carry is the child that carries me. Continuing with the theme of words, in this instance, the words we use is the curry are you stirring in words of kindness words of compassion love or empathy into this curry this curry which will possibly sprout character within the child making them a compassionate president or a compassionate ceo one day or will the curry be full of words that are angry hurt bitter possibly sprouting an unpleasant and unkind leader how you choose to carry your child today will probably set the tone for their tomorrow and teachers for me play a critical role in preparing this curry are you willing to choose different ingredients for your curry not the easy salt and pepper which are used every every day and are possibly within reach Or are you willing to try a different spice, saffron as an example, the most expensive spice in the world, and consider how much you will put in the curry because it is that more expensive and that more difficult to find. Are you willing to dig deep within and not respond from a place of hurt, but rather choose love? even though the most gratifying thing to do in that moment would be to empty a bag full of salt in that curry children are our saffron handle them with care and love children are also the curry stir in ingredients full of love compassion 
kindness, and empathy so they may carry us into a better tomorrow, a better today. Are you willing to try something different so we can reap the rewards of a tasty curry? Thank you for listening to me. Have a fantastic day. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Chronicles of a Conscious Mama. Welcome to my new listeners in Zambia and Tanzania. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Mutsidisi Mutsielwa Selendane and I inspire and heal through my creativity. Since the birth of my baby, I have grappled with calling her my daughter or my baby. I prefer to call her by her name, you see. Then again, not everyone knows her name. And sometimes when I'm talking about her with someone who doesn't know her, I have to specify, oh, I'm talking about my daughter. And I've noticed that I said very quickly, my daughter. My to me denotes ownership and negates her individuality. I grapple so much with this. I know I'm making my life difficult, right? I mean, What's wrong with calling her my daughter? It should make me feel good, right? At least I think it should, but it doesn't. My makes me feel like I stifle her being, her essence. This is probably inspired by conversations I have had with some parents who seem to have a grip on their daughters and sons. They want them to do what they want, when they want, and how they want, because after all they say, he is my son. She is my daughter, and I am the parent. I grit my teeth and squeeze my eyes in agony. And there's no way of convincing that mother or father otherwise. They own the poor child. I'm so grateful for these conversations because maybe I too would have a grip on my daughter. These conversations have also contributed in shaping me into the person I am today and have, shed, and have shed light on how I can prepare a better curry, a tasty curry. I have also noticed that as parents, we can be very demanding. We demand respect. We demand for things to be done or said a certain way. We demand, dictate, command, and insist without realizing that we are also dealing with another human being. And as human beings, we have agency, and that must be respected. Whether one is one, eight, or fifty. This was a big lesson for me, taught to me by this little girl. Because I too have demands. Even from an early age, if I asked her to do something, either she would ignore me or she would simply refuse. I ignorantly assumed it was because she was too young to understand me. Later on, when she could now articulate herself, she would tell me that I should wait because, Mama, I'm busy. At the beginning, this evoked immense disbelief in me. I remember I would push and assert myself, forcing her to do what I wanted her to do in that minute. Oh, but this felt so unnatural, violent even. When she would look at me confused with an inquiring eye, I felt disarmed. I clearly had crossed the line. And I'm so grateful that my being listened. 
My being heard her. My being felt her soul. I'm so grateful. So, let me introduce you to the name behind my inspiration. Her name is Ndalokanyisa. It is a Tsonga name. People often remark how unusual the name is, followed by, Oh, but what does it mean? Well, I love the name Ndalo, which means abundance. And her dad loved the name Kanyisa, which means let there be light. So I suppose it means an abundance of light or let there be light in abundance. I don't know. She has many names. Her grandfather named her Lagato, meaning love. Her grandmother, Kokwana, named her Resima, meaning precious one. Other names that have emerged as her personality has blossomed are Punchina, Nono, Nanuna, Lalula, NK, Wananamote, Lalala, Wananabushali, Mababuba, Pidipidi, and Nunu Bell. In Sesotho, we have a saying that goes, Libito Libi Kisiromo. It means one lives up to the name they are given. Are you willing to choose the words or names you decide to call your child? What your child responds to whenever you call them affirms to them who they are. It also affirms who they believe you believe they are. Are you willing to respect and honor the independence and individuality of the little person you interact with to affirm them with love, joy, peace, and abundance. Are you willing? Thank you so much for listening to me. Have a fantastic day. Hi everyone. Welcome to episode 6 of the Chronicles of a Conscious Mama. My name is Mutsidisi Mutsielwa Selindani, and I inspire and heal through my creativity. Welcome to my new listeners in the Netherlands, the USA, and the UK. Thank you for tuning in. I want to share with you what I learned over the weekend, and I'm calling today's conversation Being Present. NK has been wanting to make pancakes for a while now and I have been too lazy to do them. Finally, this past Saturday, the 6th of March, 2021, I said, yes, today we will make your pancakes. She then fell asleep, giving me time to do a bit of admin. Finally, when she woke up, it was time for me to prepare dinner. She rushed to the kitchen and began to take out the utensils for preparing the pancakes, as well as the ingredients. Then she held my hand and pulled me to the kitchen. My thoughts were in pandemonium. Oh my gosh, I have to prepare dinner now. Will I be able to do both? Isn't it too late to make the pancakes? When will we have time to eat them? Dinner will be ready in the next hour. I found myself thinking of anything and everything that would make it hard for us to savor the pancakes. When we got to the kitchen, I said to her, So, Nanuna, when will you eat the pancakes? In my mind, I expected her to say, Ah, yes, Mama, it's late now, because you have to prepare dinner, and anyway, we'll be eating in the next hour. Ne? Hmm, okay, Mama. Why don't we make them tomorrow? 
She looked at me, giggled and said, <laughs> Mama, I will eat them after you cook them. Immediately, something inside of me said, NK lives in the present. And so we made the pancakes. And immediately, when one pancake was done, she would gobble it up. She began munching every single pancake that was coming off the pan. By the time the batter was that was finished, only two pancakes were left. NK had savored her pancakes and enjoyed every single bite. When dinner was ready an hour later, she also enjoyed her dinner and finally went to bed a happy little girl. I am now choosing to live in the present moment. Are you willing to live in the present moment? Make the phone call now. Say I love you now. I miss you. I appreciate you. Or I'm sorry. Say it today. In the moment when the thought or the feeling comes, say it. Because tomorrow has its own agenda. Are you willing to live the to live in the moment and not allow reason, logic, or life experiences to postpone savoring the moment. Are you willing? Thank you for listening to me today. Have a fantastic day.